0: Hey, welcome to the Resolve Podcast, episode number 55. I'm Carly Tizano, a New Year's resolution coach obsessed with all things goal setting, personal development, coaching, and of course, resolutions. One of my biggest goals is to help you reach yours. I'm here to provide the tools, support, and inspiration you need to reach your goals this year and every year, and to feel supported every day along the way. As I hinted a couple weeks ago back in episode 53, my Ask Me Anything episode, I did get some questions related to goals and resolutions and I wanted to dive into those separately. So today we're gonna be diving into one of those categories and We're gonna be looking at top 10 questions about goals that I get asked. And of course, what the the answers are. As you know, I love numbered lists of anything. So this is going to be a fun episode and it's going to hopefully summarize a lot of what we talked about in other episodes. Maybe I'll be able to put it a little bit more concisely or combine tools and ideas together as we go through these questions. And who knows, maybe it will lead to more questions that will need to be answered at a future episode. But these are the basic questions that I've been asked, that I hear other people ask other people that I hear people talk about on social media. So in no particular order, but in light of the fact that all of these are valid questions. Definitely in this world there are no stupid questions. So let's dive in to the top ten goal questions that I hear everywhere. First is why should we set goals in the first place? And this is a valid question. And I know that it's not something that is in everyone's genetic makeup to set goals and work towards them and then set more goals and work towards them. And that's okay. But the reason that we set goals is the intentionality that it brings to our lives. And on some level, of course, because we want to. We want to set goals. We want to do things. We want to do things in the future. And so it's natural to set goals around them to make them happen. But more importantly, I think, is the intentionality that setting a goal brings to your life because it takes it from that level of this is just something that I want in the future to something that you are thinking about and planning for and probably taking some kind of strategic action on more integrating into your life or integrating these steps and pieces of what it's going to take into your life in order to get there. And setting a goal, as we talked about, is a lot like putting a destination into your GPS. And if you don't know where you're going, you have no way to know. If you get there, when you're going to get there, how close you are. And it's not that your life is going to be aimless. Your life is going to probably be a collection of awesome and probably not so great moments, regardless of whether you have goals or not. But if you have goals, you have intentionally set an endpoint or at least a direction that you're going to be heading. And that alone is so powerful because you're at least heading in the direction that you want to go. And like we talked about, even if you don't know, let's say that you want to get to Los Angeles, if you want to head in the general direction of California, you can at least start to do that. And the path to get to where you more specifically want to go or the determination that, oh, I actually want to go to Los Angeles, that may happen and is likely to happen at some point along the way. But just because you don't know the specific destination doesn't mean you should ignore the entire general direction. I also came across a fantastic quote from Kurt Vonnegut recently, who I adore because (laughs) Slaughterhouse-Five is one of my favorite books. But he said, a step backwards after making a wrong turn is a step in the right direction. So I think a lot of times people hesitate to make goals or set a direction because they're worried it's going to be the wrong one. But- Even if it is, even if you went the complete wrong direction, you were making the best decision you could with what you knew at the time. And then the first step you take in whatever direction it is you decide you want to go when you've determined that you are heading in the wrong direction is then a step in the right direction. And who knows, maybe it was getting you closer and you just need to shift a couple degrees in a different direction. And even if it's straight back where you came from, you were making intentional progress towards something. And that skill, the self-trust and the self-confidence you're creating in doing that is going to make it that much easier to get to your next goal. Okay. the next question that I hear all the time is who should set goals? And of course, you probably know from me and from what I talk about is that my answer would be anyone and everyone can set goals. And I would love to see them set goals more specifically. I would love to see them set resolutions, but I know that's not entirely practicable. And that's okay. Not everyone needs to set goals. Plenty of people are at a time or a season in their life when it's probably not feasible or maybe they're just trying to hang on and survive or maybe they're really trying to thrive in the moment they're in and they like where they are exactly. They've worked hard to get there maybe or they've ended up there and they want to really enjoy that moment. So pursuing something else or going to the next level doesn't really appeal to them. All of that's okay. But I think that for most of us and for most periods of our life, There are things in our future that we want to work towards or achieve, and not just in terms of I want to run a marathon at some point in the future, write a book, although that is part of it too, but I want to be healthy or I want to be more loving. I want to get angry less often. All of those are valid goals in and of themselves, and some of our other episodes may help you break those down a little bit better or a little bit more so that you can know if you are achieving and how to work on those and all of that. But Most of us have things that we want to do and people that we want to become and goals can help us to do that. And so if you are someone who wants something or wants to become the next version of yourself, I'm not even going to say a better version of yourself because you've worked hard to get where you are. But if you want to take the next step in your life, a goal is a fantastic way to help you do that. Okay. How do I know what goals to set? That is another question that I hear all the time. And I think a lot of it comes back to identifying those things that you want. For some of us, that's really easy. We have a very clear picture of the future, We you know, like the white picket fence and the 2.2 kids or what a college degree, becoming an author, starting a business, all of that. Some people have it very clearly in their mind what they want and even maybe the steps of how they're going to get there. And it's so awesome. But for those of us who don't know exactly what that is or what it entails, We don't know even we don't know we want to go to Los Angeles or even what general direction we want to head in. That's totally okay too. We talked a bit more about determining your dreams and identifying what you want in episode nine and then taking it the next step further in what do you wish versus what do you want in episode 11. Both of those are super helpful to help you get a clearer picture in your mind uh, to work through certain exercises of helping you determine what you want and then the next step after that is then determining what goals to set. So I won't dive into all of those ideas again in this episode, but I would say if you look ahead or if you look at your life, I'll give you two ideas of ways you could determine what goals you should set in your life. And so the first one is if you were to change one thing in your life right now, what would it be? That is one way that you can do a surface level scan of all the areas of your life and pretty quickly determine I wish I had more friends, or I wish I got more sleep. I wish I didn't go through fast food every time I headed home. It's pretty easy to identify those little hiccups in our lives that we wish we could change, and if we want to change them, that's a good thing to set a goal around. And the other idea I'll give you is to look ahead, whether it be a month, six months, a year, within that time frame. Don't look too far ahead, but don't look like at a day or a week either. When you get to that point of the end of the month or the end of the quarter or the end of the year... What do you want to have achieved? What would you like to be proud of yourself for? That's another good way to pretty quickly conceptualize something you can do in your life and within that time frame, conceivably, that you want to achieve. And then you can set a goal around that. Another question that I hear is, when is the best time to start goals? So with my perspective, I... No, I said this is an episode related to goals and I promise I will stick to that. But of course, since I love resolutions and this is the Result podcast and I am a New Year's resolution coach, I of course have to give the plug for resolutions. January 1st to December 31st is a fantastic time frame to set goals. If you wanna know why, go back to episode one, why New Year's resolutions are the best goals you can set. That episode, I hope will convince you. But with the, the caveat to that is now it's October. If you have a goal that you want to set now, You don't need to wait to January 1st. You can just start now. It's up to you. If you want to wait until you have that fresh start energy to have it in the future, to make time to make the plan, then wait to start January 1st. If you think, though, that you are putting it off out of fear that you won't follow through, fear that you aren't going to do what you say you're going to do, anything in that genre, any of those beliefs or thoughts then I would challenge you to just start now. Don't let yourself put it off. If you're just putting it off as an excuse and because it's easier to believe something about ourselves in the future than see how we're not quite living up to it in the present. But that's ultimately where the work happens in the present. And I know I've talked before that I generally set goals January 1st to December 31st. That's really the only time I set grand overarching goals. But I'm not afraid to add things into my life that I want to do. A couple years ago, I decided that I wanted to start playing tennis again because I played a lot of tennis growing up. So I found someone to play tennis with. And we don't have a super strict tennis schedule, but it's something we both enjoy and do. And it's back in my life now, and I love it. This year, it has been swimming. I haven't integrated it fully into my life in a regular basis. I don't have a habit around that either, but I have intentionally taken the opportunity to get in the pool much more this year than I have in years in the past. Um, and I used to swim all the time. And so things that I can recognize or identify I want in my life, I don't hesitate to add them in. But when I'm setting big overarching goals or life changes, going to grad school, that's something that my brain most easily conceptualizes in the resolution framework. And so maybe that's you too. Maybe you're going to join me. Maybe not. Either way, It's like that old adage, the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago and the second best time is now. So the best time to start working towards your goals is now. And I would say other than 20 years ago or five years ago, January 1st (laughs) is the next best time to start your goals. Okay, the next question, number five, where do I get started? And that is such a good question. Unfortunately, it is somewhat dependent on, of course, the specific goal that you're setting. But I think the best place to get started with any goal, regardless of what it is, where you're at, which direction you're heading, is, like we have talked about before on the podcast, is to cast that vision of what it's going to be like when you have done the thing or achieved the goal or kept the resolution. What is your life going to be like and why do you want your life to be like that? Why do you want to do this thing? Because at least to me, to keep going with our like direction GPS travel analogy, that's like putting gas in the car. And it's going to be what fuels you and propels you to keep going as the reminder of why it is you're putting in all of this work or travel time effort to get where you want to go. And then there are probably going to be times when your gas might run a little bit low and you can tap back into that vision and that idea and that desire that you have for this thing or to become that version of yourself. And you can use that to keep propelling you forward. Keep traveling down that freeway. So that, I would say, is the first step to any goal. And then to break it down, if you want to very specifically know exactly what it's going to take to reach your goal, check out episode 49 about creating a resolution roadmap, identifying your obstacles, and then using those as the roadmap to success. I'm very into car and travel analogies, I guess. So bear with me. I haven't gotten to puns yet, so we're still at least somewhat safe. Okay, and then another question that I hear frequently relates to people's struggles like where are they struggling the most kind of how can we preempt that is the the idea behind that question and it ties back into the idea of persistence and consistency like having that gas that's going to keep you going all the way because I talk with clients about this all the time, but if you keep going, if you keep heading towards Los Angeles, eventually you're going to get to Los Angeles. I'm from Seattle. It takes a long time to get to Los Angeles from Seattle, much longer than you expect. But if I keep heading in that direction, I'm going to get there. It may not take me as long as if I was driving from New York or Miami. That might take a bit longer, but regardless of where you're heading from, if you have Los Angeles in your GPS and you're heading in that direction, you are eventually going to get there. You can get yourself some in and out or whatever you need, do what you're going to do in Los Angeles. But if you keep going in that direction, it's inevitable. And the same is true of our goals and our resolutions and our success. If we keep going, if we do overcome the obstacles, if we do the mindset work, if we establish our belief in ourself and our ability to do this thing and we keep trying, we don't let failure get in our way, we don't make that mean anything bad about us or our ability to do the thing that we want. If we keep going, if we persist, if we have that, consistency, whatever that looks like in terms of our goal, it's inevitable. Regardless of what struggles you face along the way, that is the underlying struggle that is most likely and most often to get in our way is just the giving up, <laughs> the throwing of the towel, moving on. But we have to remember then that if we're coming back to our car analogy, if we get part of the way there, however many miles that may be, if we get part of the way there and we give up or we change our mind, we are still just stopping there where we are. With some progress ahead of us, with some progress behind us, and who knows where that is maybe a a tiny town in the middle of nowhere or could be a big city who knows but that is not ultimately where you wanted to be not where you wanted to end up unless at some point along the way you decided that it is and you are still going to be then left with determining what the direction is you want to head next or making a life wherever it is you have ended up when what you probably want is in los angeles and We ultimately have to just keep going and moving in that direction. That is question number six. Question number seven ties into that. What happens when we lose motivation or we, quote unquote, fall off the wagon? What do we do then? The first thing we have to do is acknowledge the possibility that can happen, right? We're probably going to stop for gas or make a rest stop along the way and like lay on the grass and give up. We've all done that, I think, with our goals at some point or another, It just feels pointless. Like, why are we even doing this? And in that moment, hopefully you're at a gas station (laughs) because that is the moment I think we can tap back into the vision we created, the life that we want, why we want it. And it's going to help propel us onward. (laughs) It'll keep us going. We've all heard the analogy of life is like a roller coaster. I'm all about analogies today. And they're all with motion. So hopefully you don't get motion sick. But if you think of life or working towards your goals as a roller coaster, So you have the highs and lows. If you get to a dip, if you get to the bottom and you get stuck there, that's the last place you want to get stuck. You don't want to quit in the dip because then you're just stuck there. And so it it can be difficult if we have stopped there because we need quite a bit of momentum like to get going and to keep moving forward. But that is okay by tapping back into the vision we have, the momentum. That is what we can use push our car, start moving again, and then identifying What are those next steps that we need to take? What are the first couple of steps? Probably coming back to the resolution roadmap, your overcoming obstacles plan, figuring out maybe what was unanticipated, what you weren't expecting there, what's stopped you up, and then what you are going to need to keep going and to start moving forward. That is a great time to turn to experts too, people who are coaches regarding whichever specific goals you're working on, people who have achieved or done that thing, whether personally you know them or you know them through the internet or social media world. That is a great time to be inspired by them, to get encouragement or advice from them, because chances are they have been in that exact same spot where you are. So that is my encouragement for when we have fallen off the wagon or lost a little bit of momentum. And then another question that I see, particularly with adults, older adults and some younger adults too, and it comes back to this idea of, is it ever too late to set goals? And so this can be in the context of, like, I'm in my late 20s. Is it too late for for me to go back to school to get my degree? Or it can be someone who is in their 50s or 60s or 70s, 80s or 90s, or 100s maybe, and wondering, is it (laughs) too late for me to set a goal, to identify the things we want? And of course, the answer is no, it's never too late to intentionally decide where you want to go and start making progress towards that. That's the pretty simple answer. But there are genres and versions of that question that I see get asked by people all of the time. Is it worth it for me? Is it something I can actually do? is it too late for me? Do I have the capacity and capability or ability to do this thing? And the answer is yes. It is totally worth it. Yes, you should do it. No, none of those reasons for not doing it are reasons you should actually not do it. Okay. And then the ninth question that I hear all the time is, what if you change your mind about what to go after? And this comes back to the Kurt Vonnegut quote, right? A step backwards after making your wrong turn is a step in the right direction. So, even if you determine, I've been working towards this, maybe it's writing this book, maybe it's pursuing a degree, maybe it's starting a business, whatever, you have been working towards something and you decide, this is not actually in line with the future that I want anymore. I don't want to go to Los Angeles. Then that is totally okay. You can turn around, you can identify a different direction, you can go after it, you can stay where you are for a little bit, let things settle it's okay. Whatever step you take next, if it's towards what you've decided you now want, it's a step in the right direction. And like I implied earlier, the process of setting and working towards goals is really what it's all about. And we talked about that back in episode 17, why reaching your goal isn't the goal. So even if you change your mind, there is so much value that comes from identifying a goal, setting a goal, working towards the goal. Even if you decide that you don't want that particular goal after all, You are still taking with you all of the assets and the abilities and the skills and self-confidence and self-trust you've gained all along the way, you put that many more miles on your car. So you know what it's like to traverse that road and you can do it again whenever you have set your new direction and have identified what you now want. Okay. And then the 10th and final question is, what if you don't have any goals or you don't want to? And once again, we're coming back to the answer of then don't set them. If you don't want to set goals, if you don't want to set goals, don't. If you don't have, this is like a couple of Venn diagrams. So if you don't have goals and don't want them, that's fine. Don't set goals. If you don't have goals, but you do want them, then set them. Go back to the very beginning of this list. I kind of started to walk you through this process of what it is to set goals and go after them and do it. Listen to the other episodes we talked about. Turn to people you admire and respect who have done the things that you want to do. Pull from their knowledge and their expertise. Hopefully we may have had a guest on the podcast who talked about this thing that you now want to go after. But if you do want to set goals or you do want things, even if you don't want to set goals, if you do want things, and think that goals might be a means to help you achieve them, then resolve to cycles. Those are the top 10 questions that I hear people ask or hypothesize about or that I've been asked about goals. And there are, as you can see, a lot of topics that we've talked about on the podcast before, but I think this is a novel way to approach it or to approach this topic. So if you have any more goal-related questions you'd like me to answer, feel free to send them to me and I will address them in a future episode. But I think this covers a lot of the hesitancies. Generally, that's the energy that these questions come from is hesitancy about setting goals or keeping goals or worried about whether or not they'll be able to do the things they say they're going to do and follow through all of that's okay we can let all of that kind of nervous energy hesitancy be that can be there and we can still set goals we can still set out on this journey whether it's to los angeles or somewhere else entirely okay and then what i am reading I am reading Carrie Soto is Back by Taylor Jenkins Reid. I have heard so much about Taylor Jenkins Reid, and we have heard from a lot of guests over this year who have recommended her books or who were currently reading her books. I've heard a lot of great things about her. I haven't actually read any of her books yet, but this one particularly caught my attention because of its tennis connection and how much I love tennis. So I haven't gotten too far into it yet. I can see why everyone loves her, though, and her writing style. And I am excited to dive more into the story. And if I like it as much as I am hopeful that I will, then to dive into all of her other books as well. And today I wanted to toast the last 90 days of the year to flip back to another episode. Back in episode three, we talked about setting yourself up for success in the last 90 days of the year because I don't particularly like to conceptualize the last quarter as the last quarter. For me, that just, brings the wrong approach to it. But when I can think of kind of October to December as the last 90 days of the year, it reminds me of all of the opportunities I have every day to work towards the things that I want. And I heard some people talking recently about that they don't really like the idea and the energy behind ending your year strong as if you've somehow failed, whether you fell off the wagon, quote unquote, during the summer, or if you haven't made as much progress as you want to like. They didn't like the rah-rah energy behind there's still time for you to do these things that you want. And I understand their point, but I don't approach this from that energy. Yeah, I don't think that's necessarily a healthy energy to ever approach setting goals from. And there's no shame in how your summer or the rest of your year went or how the next 90 days go. But I don't want to neglect the opportunity to mention that opportunity that we have To end the year however we want to, having achieved whatever we want to, but I don't want us to get to the end of the year having not achieved the things we could because we told ourselves the year was basically over. And if you want reminders of why the year is not over, how much time you have left, go listen to that episode. I hope that you will take the answers to these 10 questions. Take your last 90 days of the year to do whatever you want to with your goals. But it is my hope that if you set them, that you will keep them and that you will take the days that we have left in this year, if you want to, to do exactly that. And with that, thanks for tuning into the Result Podcast. You can follow me on Instagram at Carly Tisano. I would love to connect with you. Don't forget to rate and review. It really helps other people find the show. And subscribe if you haven't already so that you don't miss another great episode next week. The show notes or additional support in reaching your goals, check out carlytisano.com. Until next time, here's to all that lies ahead.